Sports Network from Learfield. Aggie football has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ford. Go further. ARS. Clean up, restore, rebuild. And by Stokes. Stokes Trucking. Doing the right thing since 1979. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. This is Aggie postgame on Learfield. Disappointing result tonight for the Utah State Aggies. As you look back on this game, Kevin, you know, it was interesting. The first quarter, there was a little adversity. You know, they gave up the big touchdown early. There was the kickoff return, but you still felt like the, the, the Aggies were in it. So that first quarter, things felt good. And then the second quarter, there certainly was a shift. The running game yeah. for Wyoming kind of took over. Remember, they only had 17 yards rushing in the first quarter. They end with 362 so in the final three quarters, they go for 345 yards on the ground. Valaday, 21 carries, 145 yards. Titus Swen, 15 for 169 yards. They averaged 7.4 yards per attempt on the ground, and they just started dominating. Utah State got it to 14-14. A lot of fireworks in that first quarter. We thought, okay, we're right where we want to be. And even going into the break, when they got the field goal, with 12, what, 12 seconds to go in the in the second quarter to make it a 24-17, and we knew they were going to come out of the locker room. We've seen it happen all season long. They've been able to double up, yep. and they had the chance. The missed field goal and the turn back the other way, it, it, that had to be the, the, the turning point in this game. Yeah. The snap through the, the high snap through the holder's hands, and Wyoming recovers it. Then they go two plays, and Titus Swing goes 43 yards into the end zone, and uh, Utah State was down two scores and just could not recover after that. You saw the body language change after that play, and it was certainly uh, snowballed from there. That <laughs> the Wyoming Cowboys goal, that, as you mentioned, that 20-0 run. Uh, wow. Um, that was really the difference, and things got out of hand there in that third quarter, and then the game was out of reach. And then they dialed up the heat on Logan Bonner. They did. They just and got into Bonner all night long. And, the, and now you start to think you're looking ahead to New Mexico, and it's such a big game, and still everything's on the line. Are you going to have Logan Bonner? I imagine, look, he's been down and out multiple times this year, and we thought, oh, there's no way he's going to play the next game. He trots out, and he plays another game, and he plays well. We'll see what happens at Albuquerque, and maybe you got to get your backup ready. Maybe it's maybe it's time for Peasley to go in there and, and, and give it a run, and it gets the team that you know you should beat. There's no excuse for going to Albuquerque and losing that football game with how much is at stake next week. you got to go in there and win, and now maybe you have some time to get your backup ready, get Peasley ready, but... I wouldn't count out Logan. I mean, I think he's going to be there and be ready to go. I know he will try. I mean, we'll see if the medical staff will clear him. But and, and it's a short week. It is. That's something else to consider so, as well. You know, do you have enough time to get yourselves healed up and, and ready to go? So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, they'll get right back at it tomorrow and, and Monday and uh, get on a plane and head to Albuquerque on Thursday. Do you own or rent your own home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because – Having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com. Easy. And as we look to next week, this is interesting. You, you alluded to it earlier. It's going to be really fun to watch this play out with so much on the line. The Boise State-San Diego State game in Carson kicks off at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. The Aggie game in Albuquerque kicks off at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. One's on FS1. One's on CBS. CBS, not just CBS Sports Network, but CBS. So this is going to be fun 
on Friday, a day after Thanksgiving, to sit down and see how this all plays out. And I know Aggie fans don't like, I can't remember what they're called uh, down at San Diego State. There's a nice little rivalry, uh, online rivalry between yes. the fan bases. The show? The show. Yes, the show. The show. You got the herd and the show. <laughs> And the show uh, sort of rubs a lot of people the wrong way. But you know what? You're going to have a lot of people in Logan and Cache Valley rooting for the show and San Diego State next Friday afternoon. And then you hope your guys go out and play a lot better than what they did tonight. Because tonight, if they play like they did tonight, they, you know, they're going to struggle for Ke- sure. Kevin, I can't imagine that they'd come out flat like they were tonight. I just cannot imagine that they would tackle – next week the way they did the tonight. I just can't see it happening. This team has been too good this season. They've played too inspired all year long. I expect them to bounce back. They've got to go down to Albuquerque with a different effort. And like you said, it's weird, but they've been a better road team this year. They truly have. And so I, I, I have every bit of faith that they're going to go down there and get the job done. Now as the question is, does Boise State have something extra special for San Diego State? We know how good Boise State is. It's been kind of weird that they've kind of been lurking there 4-2 and two now in, in conference play, and, and it's going to shake out the way it is with, the, with those two losses. You know how good Boise State is. We've seen how good they are. You know, you, But San Diego State is also very good. That's going to be a great showdown. Boise State playing their best ball right now, too. Yeah, that's right. You know, they 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 went over to Fresno and got a big win. They got a win against these Cowboys last week in, in Boise, and now they're getting a big win tonight and again in Boise against New Mexico. But that San Diego State defense, they can turn the pressure up on you. Uh, they're not great offensively, but uh, much like we saw tonight in Wyoming, very good defensively. So, you know, that one will be interesting. But Utah State has to look at Utah State. Go take care of your business. If Boise State wins, then so be it. And and you go, you know, you, you go to, to the Tucson Bowl or you go to Hawaii or you do, you know, you've got a great prize at the end of the year. You want to go out with a win, though. Yeah. You've got a bad taste in your mouth tonight. Because you came into this one five wins in a row and played your best game a week ago against San Jose State, and then tonight you just didn't play up to your effort, your, to, to your to your credentials, and uh, and you know again they're going to go be the hunter again next week. So I think that they'll come out with a much better effort next week. You can't believe that uh, New Mexico is going to go for 604 yards against this defense. You never thought we'd see that with Wyoming, but you know what? Wyoming played the better game tonight. I'm still looking down on the field, and Justin McGriff is down there in the end zone, and he is. You can tell how much they wanted this game and how frustrated they are. He's still upset, still not in the locker room. You're going to get an angry Aggie team next Friday with, with something to play for, that's for sure. Discount Tire has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tire offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information available at webtires.net. And, of course, we still are on Devin Tompkins' watch. He didn't break the record tonight, so that's something to look forward to next week as well. I mean, Devin Tompkins, it, it's crazy. Could he come back for another year? Can. How yep. about that? He certainly can. Now, the question for him really will be uh, with the two children, and, yeah. you know, at this point, does he does he want to go try to, to earn some money? And uh, he's going to sit down with Coach uh, Anderson at the end of the season, and you got to believe that Coach Anderson is going to do his best recruiting pitch to say, give us one more because you got a chance to, to, to get a little bit more on tape, get a little bit bigger, and perhaps they can get him opportunities in the kick return game because that's a, likely going to be a spot that he would play at the next level. If you can get him yeah. in the punt return and kick return game, then you know what, that gives him an opportunity to, uh, to maximize his potential. Let's go down on the field. We have uh, one of those seniors, Brandon Bowling, joining us, the wide receiver 
uh, for the Utah State Aggies. Brandon, uh, tough one here tonight uh, just to walk us through this uh, game. And uh, why, why, what, what, uh, what do you think was the difference here tonight and uh, why the offense uh, was honestly had some struggles? Um, I would say they, they did a really good job in, in, in executing their, their plan. Um, we didn't go out and execute like we thought we would, like we thought we needed to. Um, yeah, credit to them. They did, they did a really good job. Brandon, so uh, obviously you could come in on a five-game winning streak, and uh, this one obviously doesn't go the, the way that you want, but still a lot to play for. Is that the message in the locker room? Yeah, you know, obviously this, this one stings, and we knew what we had in front of us and what we had to do, um, and we knew we, we controlled what, uh, our destiny. And unfortunately now we got to have a little bit of help, but at the end of the day, we got to go out and go one and zero next week and, and win next week, and that's, that's the bottom line. Oh, Brandon, this is just the latest challenge for this team. You guys have met just about every challenge, win or lose, during this season. You got to have a lot of faith and confidence that you guys are going to be able to go down to New Mexico. I, mean, I just saw Justin McGriff in the end zone. He's still out here, hasn't gone in the locker room. Obviously, yeah. you guys are disappointed and angry, but uh, you guys can channel that next week. I mean, how, how do you guys as leaders get this team ready to go with so much on the line coming up on Friday? Um, you know, it's never easy to come out here on senior night and, and lose to um, a team we knew we were better than, but they were better than us tonight. Um, but as leaders, we have to come together next week on Tuesday and get ready to practice and get ready for New Mexico, and that's just the next challenge is New Mexico. You know, Brandon, there was a couple of pivotal plays in this game. I thought that as you guys got the field goal to go into the to the, to the half and then came back out, went down the field and had the field goal attempt, the bad snap, they recover, and a couple of plays later, they're in the end zone. Did you feel like that was really one of the pivotal moments in momentum in this game? Yeah, we knew we had to come out and probably score um, right when the, the half opened up. Um, we knew that we were going to be able to go down there and put up an opportunity to score. We drove right down the field and got in that position, and then we shot ourselves in the foot. So, once again, they, they did a really good job, but we didn't do a good job. You know, Brandon, we saw Logan Bonner take shot after shot again tonight. He, he was down on the turf, um, didn't come back in the game. <laughs> you know him better than anybody on this team. What do you expect from him next week? Do you expect him – on the field in Albuquerque? Uh, absolutely. He's one of the toughest dudes I know. Um, I don't doubt that he'll be out there next week, 100%. Brandon, if, is there something that uh, that you do or say that, that keeps the heads up of your, your team and your teammates, uh, or is, is that even an issue? No, I, I don't think it's an issue. I think this team is very level-headed and, and you know, like I said, this this one stings a lot. The locker room knows that. I know that. Coaches know that. But we got to come back next week, go one and zero, and and see what happens. Brandon, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it under tough circumstances, but uh, can't wait for next Friday. Still a lot on the line, and we wish you best of luck in Albuquerque. Yep. Thanks, guys. I have Nick Kennedy ready. That was Brandon Bowling, senior wide receiver. Your Aggie postgame shows presented in part by Sports Academy and Racket Club. Your club, your results. Your life. And now we welcome in another senior, Nick Henniger, playing his last game here at Maverick Stadium. Nick, thanks for joining us on the postgame show. Obviously not the results you wanted. Um, what was it that uh, Wyoming did offensively uh, that caused you guys some issues in this game? Well, at the end of the day, the team that wins is usually the team that makes the least amount of mistakes. And tonight we had the Aggies had more mistakes than the Cowboys. And – that's why we lost. Thought uh, tonight, Nick, that uh, 
in, early in the season there were a, a few issues with uh, with assignments uh, and with tackling, and I thought they, they kind of showed up again tonight. And uh, is that what you saw as well? I mean, we'll watch the film and we'll diagnose where uh, where the big mistakes were, but uh, tackling was something that you could see on the field. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, just got to get uh, come back, get one percent better each week, like this team has been doing. I can confidently say since week one, this team has uh, has just got 1% better, right? One degree better. That's been our team philosophy. And uh, this week, uh, we lost, right? Uh, it might not have looked like we got 1% better. Didn't feel like it. But uh, the only way for this team to, to continue to succeed is to have that culture that we've built, stay intact, bond together as teammates, and just get 1% better. Because uh, tackling and assignment, those things will be taken care of. And this is just a crucial time to stick together. Well, Nick, you got to flush this one. You still got everything on the line next week in Albuquerque. As the leader of this defense, how do you channel the anger and frustration you guys are feeling right now into something positive as you prepare for the most important game of this year so far? Uh, well, I'd just say you can let this hurt, right? Losses hurt. So it's, it's okay to let it hurt, but uh, you can't dwell on it. Right, you got to be able to respond, uh, stay positive, because the moment you start to argue or or not trust the other, you know, the offense or the defense, that's when the team can splinter and fall apart. But I, I have uh, all the confidence in the world that this team and our culture will will stay true and will respond the right way. And that's all we can do, right? Just got to get one percent better this week, and. The goal is to beat New Mexico next week. How would you compare this Wyoming offensive line to what you've seen from Boise or BYU or even Colorado State? Uh, I mean, they're a good team. Uh, my day today was a lot of tight ends. So uh, they're obviously known for having a, a bunch of good tight ends. And uh, I thought, you know, they, they did well. Um, their O-line was solid. But, I mean... Give props to them. They won the game, right? They put, I think, was it 41 points up? 44 points. And uh, they executed. So at the end of the day today, the Wyoming O-line, the Wyoming team was the better team tonight. And uh, at the end of the day, we just got to respond. Nick, thanks so much for taking some time under difficult circumstances. It's never easy to talk after a loss, but uh, we appreciate your candor and uh, – uh, we'll uh, we'll wish you best of luck uh, in Albuquerque, Kevin. You and, got one more yeah, thing. Yeah, and and Nick, uh, on behalf of Aggie Nation, I got to tell you, uh, thank you for your effort and for your leadership. I know you got uh, you got Albuquerque to go, and perhaps even more on beyond that, obviously the bowl game. But for the last time here at uh, at Maverick, it's got to be special for you to have played in front of these fans, your family, and we appreciate how you've left it all out on the field. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, Nick Kenniger. Senior, uh, he's going to be missed. But, uh, of course, they got still a lot to play for. Last game here, but so much more to play for, and we look forward to next Friday. And, uh, you know, Nick may, may get a shot in, at the next level, perhaps a special team Absolutely. sort of role, something like that. With that kind of effort and with that kind of energy and leadership, he'll get a shot. All right. We've uh, got Coach Anderson available now. Coach, thanks for joining us on the postgame show. Uh, we'll just start with your thoughts on this one. Obviously a tough one to take. Yeah, tough one. Hate it for um, hate it for our seniors. Hate it for our team. 
you know, I, I told you know told them all week, and and I feel like they completely understood. You know, this is the kind of game that Wyoming wanted to make it. They wanted to make it physical and ugly, and um, that if we um, if we didn't really match that and stay very very disciplined in in really all areas, both offensively and defensively, and in and, and special teams, um, that uh, that this one could get away from you real quick. I, I I didn't trust their record. I felt like they were much better than the record. If you watched all the way through the season, they put up big numbers early in the year and just had some issues in the middle, but had really started to respond here as of late. And I thought we were catching them at their very best, and that's what it proved to be today. They were more physical. They executed better in all three phases. Uh, we knew it was one of the best defenses we were going to see all year, and, and they played um, extremely well. Pressure, coverage tackle well just made it very difficult so um i hate that we um that we made so many mistakes on our own that just never let us get momentum going but um as i heard nick saying man you gotta we gotta learn from it we gotta move on because uh there's still uh there's still a lot to play for and number nine waiting if we'll take care of business and we just all got to become really big san diego state fans we were talking about that up here coach that uh not not often that we want to cheer for San Diego State, but we're in that position now. <laughs> this is awkward, <laughs> but that's what it becomes. We got to yeah. take care of obviously got to take care of your business at, in Albuquerque next oh, yeah. week. So, uh, yeah. I mean, is this a, a message to the team that says, "Hey, just flush this one. Let's get back to being the hunter instead of the hunted, and let's go let's go make some hay in Albuquerque." Yeah, I mean, I just told him, man, that you, you think you feel bad right now. You'll go to Albuquerque and play crappy and lose, and, and then San Diego State does beat Boise, and you'll feel much worse. We just gotta we gotta learn some lessons. We did not play well. I mean, uh, fumble, and, uh, you know, bad kick placement and bad coverage for a return, and um, you know, added gaps and giving up huge explosive runs, and I mean, you name it. Just just really didn't give ourselves much of a chance to call back in it. I like I honestly thought we were fortunate to be where we were at halftime. And, and felt very comfortable that, based off our history, that that we could claw our way back into it. But it was just mistake after mistake after mistake, and and uh, they just didn't make any. They, they played what, twelve and fifteen, throwing the ball. I don't know what they ran for, but it was a bunch, and just did everything they needed to do to to win the game. And so for me and our team, I just got through telling them we're going to get some rest, we're going to heal up, we're going to learn from it, and then guys, we got to we got to move on and go take care of number nine. I mean, there's only a handful of teams that can win nine games a year. We still got the ability to win 10 for the year. We got a chance to be in the championship game. It's not over. It's just, we need help at this point. And um, we can't lose sight of where we're at or what we've accomplished. We just, it wasn't our day today. And it was, you got to give them credit. It was our day today. And they played a great game. You know, coach, I, I thought though, as you mentioned, you got it to 24, 17, and then you, you went down the field in the opening possession of the third quarter, the high snap, they take it two plays later into the end zone. I felt like that was really the, the, the backbreaker for you. Did you feel sort of that same way? Uh, it was huge. I mean, honestly, but we shouldn't have to settle for a field goal. We we, we made a couple uh, really poor plays on that particular drive. If you think back to, you know, we had a drive going that, honestly, I think, if I'm not mistaken, an opportunity earlier to maybe go ahead. Uh, and we fumbled the ball down in plus territory. You know, the, the, the kick return, there's just so many big momentum plays that all went their direction. We really didn't get very many, didn't make very many, didn't create very many, and they did. Uh, but I, I do agree, that was a critical time. We needed to at least get three points, make it a seven-point game. And instead, you know, there's just a couple plays later, 
now you stretch back out and, and you feel like uh, all the momentum's back in their favor. Well, now, Coach, you got to move ahead. You got to look forward to New Mexico. You got to flush this one. And this is a team that's no stranger to adversity. You faced adversity all season, win or lose. And now you're facing a different kind of adversity that these guys aren't used to. But again, you've always seen these guys bounce back and get through it. What do you expect to see from these guys as they prepare for this game and this moment, this big moment coming up on Friday? Just more of the same. Go back to work, improve. Guys will take ownership. It's not a it's not a group of guys that points fingers, even on the sideline late. And they were they were still being encouraged. Hey, just empty the tank, finish the game. Even though it's way out of reach, um, it, it was still super positive. Down in the dumps, disappointed, yes, but um, but still, you know, taking the approach, taking the ownership of the mistakes that we made, and um, and ready to move forward. And I, I fully expect that's what we'll do. It'll be a tough trip down there. I mean, I know Danny Gonzalez and Rocky Longwell. I coach for Rocky. I coach with Danny. I mean, they're going to give us everything we want. We're going to have to go play well this week. But I, I truly believe in this group that uh, they want to get to number nine. They want to take care of our business and hope and pray that we're fortunate enough to get some help and, and from San Diego State and be ready to uh, to still play for a championship. And that's still there's a lot of teams that just don't have that opportunity, and we're still in the mix. So we need to be thankful and grateful for that and go take care of our business. And, Coach, perhaps uh, one final comment on these 16 seniors that uh, that you're sending out, uh, obviously leaving it all out on the field and on the, uh, emptying the tank, as you said, and uh, they've made a huge culture shift difference for this program. Yeah, considering, you know, just how last season went and, and the, the transition and, and how the transition went for them, um, you, you can't say enough about just their leadership, their willingness to buy in and, and, and try you know, on a daily basis to give us everything we ask. The, the handful of guys that came in that are in this class, I think three or four guys that came in, the rest of them are already here. Uh, they, they have done an amazing job. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys would if you guys would be honest and say how many, te- how many games you thought we'd win at the beginning of the season. I doubt any of you would have said eight with the opportunity to, to win nine or ten. So they've already exceeded every expectation, but they're not satisfied either. And, and I do believe they'll respond. And I do believe we are capable of going on and finishing this thing off the right way. But that's because of them. That's because their attitudes and their work and their willingness to be uh, accountable and, and truly care enough about each other. You just talked to one that's maybe one of the best examples I've ever seen in Nick Henniger. Uh, that that kid, I say kid, he's a grown man, but, man, his energy, his work ethic, his sacrifice and discipline, his willingness just to keep fighting and be positive, I mean, it's on another level, and that's one of the reasons that we've had the success we have, and we're still going to have more. Coach, thank you for your time after this one. Uh, here's another chance for you guys to respond to a, another tough situation, go down there to Albuquerque, get that number nine win. We're sure we're going to bounce back, and uh, we look forward to seeing how, how you guys respond next, uh, next Friday. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you all so much. Thanks, Coach. Coach Blake Anderson after the loss. Yeah. What do, you, what do you say, you know? It's it's just one of those tough games that didn't go your way. Not how you wanted to send the senior class out, but there's still so much to play for. We'll talk about all those things that they still have to play for coming up after this. Siegfried and Jensen has been specializing in just injury cases for more than 30 years. Siegfried and Jensen helps those that have been injured in an auto accident. Siegfried and Jensen is a proud supporter of Aggie Athletics. More information about the law firm is available at SiegfriedandJensen.com. The Aggie postgame show continues after this on Learfield.
The post-game show continues on Learfield. Stokes Trucking, doing the right thing since 1979. More information at stokestrucking.com. Kevin, you got the uh, MVP. You know, tonight uh, I thought, uh, you know, the, the Aggies got the running game going early in this game, and Calvin Tyler finishes the game with 18 carries for 109 yards, part of a 181-yard game rushing for Utah State. So they did their part running the football. Matter of fact, they threw the ball for 181. They ran the ball for 181. Good balance. You just need more out of the passing game. It came in averaging 315 in the game uh, per game, ended up with 181. But uh, Calvin Tyler, I thought, ran the ball very well, ran with a lot of force, and uh, I think for me tonight he was uh, he was my player of the game. Well-deserved. How about your drive of the game? When you look back, you remember they went down 7 nothing. That Nayor 40-yard touchdown pass that puts, uh, put Wyoming up 7 nothing. Immediately we said the Aggie offense is going to have to respond. Well, 11 plays, 75 yards, and four minutes and nine seconds, and it was 7-7. And that, uh, that for me, was, was the drive of the game. Let's set the stage for next Friday. It's pretty, pretty simple. Aggies need to beat New Mexico in Albuquerque. That game kicks off at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. It's going to be broadcast on TV, FS1, and then San Diego State. It's weird. It's awkward. But you got to cheer for the Aztecs, Aggie fans. you got to do it. they got to beat Boise State. On Friday, 10 a.m., so we'll be watching those games back and forth to see how this all plays out. It's still there. They still can win this. They can still go to the Mountain West Championship game. We're going to be glued to the radio, TV set. However you're going to watch this, however you're going to do hopefully it's right here, uh, Aggie football on Learfield. But uh, San Diego State's got to get that win. Aggie's got to get a win in New Mexico. And they can still have all this. All the goals are still in place. And even if Boise ends up going down and winning, if you come out with a win against New Mexico, you reverse sort of the bad taste you're feeling right now. You finish the, the season at nine and three with nine wins, and you go to a bowl game. You go to a good bowl game, uh, an Arizona Bowl or a Hawaii Bowl uh, or even the uh, first responder bowl in, in Dallas. You're going to get a good one because you're going to be in that second position. You just now hope that San Diego State comes out and plays their best game. They're going to have one extra day of preparation because they played last night. So they're going to be able to heal up just a little bit more, perhaps, and Boise's got to go to them. So we know that San Diego State plays well at home. They've only lost one game all season long, and uh, you just hope that the Aztecs can can hold on and beat the, the Broncos, and you hope the Aggies can win a, at New Mexico and get into that championship game. That's what you're hoping for. But regardless, a special season for Utah State football to turn the culture around and to come out and say, you know what, we're back on track with our program. Wasn't the result that we were hoping for, but, Kevin, this is a blast working with you. Thanks for putting up with me for one day. Scott Gerard will be back next week. All will be back to normal, Aggie fans. Hopefully with Scott coming back, Utah State's going to get back on track, right? So, uh, Scott, of course, a reminder that Utah State basketball, Aggie fans, tune in right here on Learfield. Tomorrow afternoon. Oklahoma. Yeah. They got a shot for a big-time win against a Big 12 program. That'll be fun to watch. Scott Gerard will be on the call uh, from Myrtle Beach. So something to look forward to. 1230 is when the uh, show begins, so tune in for that. Kevin, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Aggie Nation, for listening. Thank you, Eric Jensen, back in studio, making sure this all works well. AJ Salveson, engineer, it's been a pleasure. The Utah State Aggies fall in this one, 44-17, but on to Albuquerque. Great working with you too, JJ. Appreciate you, you, you coming in and, and helping out. And uh, you're right. One more. Let's get it to nine next week here in we Albuquerque. Go. And you'll hear it right here on Learfield. You've been listening to Aggie football on Learfield. Good night from Maverick Stadium.